Hare Krishna, everyone. Welcome to Saturday Sangha. Being broadcast, broadcast from semi-sunny Poland. And thank you all for joining us again. Today is... Um, at least here in Europe, it's Guru Purnima. It's uh, the Tirubhav Titi of Srila Sanatan Goswami. And it's the first since a year um, Tirubhav Titi of His Holiness Bhakti Charu Swami. And it's Saturday, the 24th of July, 2021. Shri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuttapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavangscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatang Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shiradha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shi Vishakan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Sarasvate Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschatyadeshatarine Vancha kalpatarubhyascha, kripa sindubhya evacha, patitanam pavanebhyo, vaishnavebhyo namo namah. E Krishna karuna sindhu, dinabando jagatpate, gopesha gopika kantaradha, kanta namostate. Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Brindavaneshvari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhaktarinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 
Ram Ram Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare um, I have a verse, a prana, pranam verse for Srila Rupa Goswami and Sri Sanatana Goswami uh, because today is Srila Sanatana Goswami's Tirubhav Titi so we can read this. Sanatanam rupam udiyu shokshitao ridad adanao rajakana neshayoho Tatkeli kalpagama sangatilita Sadali vittir anuraginir baje. I worship Srila Rupa Goswami and Srila Sanatan Goswami, who brought Radha and Krishna, the king and queen of Vrindavan, out of their hearts into this world. Udiyu shok shitao hridat adanao. Revealed their pastimes. Um, from the Vedic scriptures, tat keli kalpa agama sangati ilita, and who are followed by all those devotees who love Krishna. Sada aliviti anuragini bhaje. Hmm. And I thought it's nice to remember a little about Srila Sanatana Goswami's life. Uh, just a little. I have more notes here, but um, some details. His birth, probably in the year 1465. So if we think about when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared, we could make a quiz, um, but I'll give you the answer. 1486, by the Gregorian calendar, uh, which means he was 21 years older in physical appearance in years from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sanatanga Goswami was 21 years older. His father's name was Kumaradeva, and his grandfather was Mukunda Deva. So Kumaradeva, Mukunda Deva, and it was his grandfather who brought both Rupa Goswami and Sanatana Goswami to Ramakali. Uh, in present-day West Bengal, for education. So education was a major concern of his grandfather. Uh, from Ramakali, they went to Navadvip, 
And as you may know, Navadvip uh, was a major center of learning at the time, at this time, and the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And in Navadvip, they learned Nyaya. You may know uh, Navadvip was a center of not only Nyaya, but Navanyaya, the new system of Nyaya. Uh, which means that's what uh, they would have been learning, Navanyaya, under Vasudev Sarvabhoma, which Sarv- Vasudev Sarvabhoma is the same as Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, we hear about in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, then they were inducted into the Tola, that is the school or the class of Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya's younger brother, whose name was Vidyavachaspati. And that's not all. From there, um, from his schooling, then they went to Saptagram where they learned Arabic language and Persian language. Hmm. And of course, why would that be? Because at this time, uh, the ruler, the rulership, uh, the government, we can say, of, of Goda, as also northern India overall, but uh, this was a separate government, more or less separate, uh, was under rulers who were of uh, Arabic, Persian, Afghan, Turkish background. Actually, the Mughals uh, of North India were, were not. They were from Mongolia. Therefore, they were called Mughals. Uh, what's more, Jiva Goswami, who is the nephew of Rupa and Sanatana Goswamis, uh, tells us in his Lagu Vaishnavatoshani an interesting episode uh, that Sanatana Goswami, as a young boy, had a dream. And in his dream, a Brahmin came to him and gave him a copy of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Well, it turned out to be not just a dream because the next day, that's exactly what happened. A Brahmin came and he gave Sanatan Goswami a copy of Srimad Bhagavatam, which then Sanatana Goswami proceeded to read every day. It's quite something, of course, at that time to receive a copy of Srimad Bhagavatam because it's not that it would have been a printed copy, rather it was, it would have been hand, a handwritten copy. Printing would come 
In India, it would come much later. Uh, it would come in the 19th century. Mm. And furthermore, uh, reading the Bhagavatam later, he learns esoteric teachings of the Srimad Bhagavatam from a certain Paramananda Bhattacharya. Now, uh, Paramananda Bhattacharya was in Vrindavan, which means already must be at a young age. Uh, they've already gone to Vrindavan before they meet Lord Chaitanya. It seems that's the case. Be interesting to know, to know more about Paramananda Bhattacharya. Sometimes it's asked, who was the Diksha Guru of Sanatana Goswami? And the answer from my source is Vidyavachaspati, the younger brother of Sarvabhoma, Vasudev Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. Mm. Yeah, and then it goes into history of there being ministers of the Nawab Hussain Sah uh, of Bengal and so on. And then a story which is seemed to be a favorite of Srila Prabhupada was how Rupa and Sanatana Goswami escaped from their positions <laughs> <laughs> and left, and uh, eventually they meet Lord Chaitanya for a second time. They receive the instructions from him, and then they go on to Vrindavan. Hmm. Yeah. Sanatan Goswami uh, uh, is... As is all, as are all the Goswamis, the six Goswamis, Dira Adira Janapriyo Priyakaro Nirmatsaro Pujito. They're worshipped, Pujita, by all kinds of people, both the Dira and the Adira, both the self controlled, the sober people, and those who are not sober. And and this seems to be the case up to the present day. If you go to, in particular, if you go to Govardhan on this day, I don't know how it is now with uh, all of the pandemic troubles, maybe, I don't know. But uh, if you're in Govardhan, generally on this day, on this Guru Purnima, Lacks and lacks of people are doing Govardhan Parikrama and they're remembering Sanatang, Srila Sanatang Goswami. It's very nice. All kinds of people, both Dira and Adira, <laughs> are there. Good. So um, let's proceed. We'll sing. The next song from Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur's Kalyana Kalpataru, mm, song number five. And uh, the theme of this song, 
is uh, the mm, distraction of Brahman realization. As we know, all these songs are didactic, and it strikes me as particularly interesting, striking, that uh, it's just my guess, but that this is, uh, if not the only song, one of the few songs in Bengali language which are speaking in the way that it is about Brahman realization in comparison to devotion to Lord Krishna. So it goes like this, uh, verse 1, mana, it's addressing the mind, kano e shongshai, <clears throat> why do you have all these doubts? Jada prati grina kori bhajite premer hari sharup lakite koroboi you despise the material world just to facilitate your merging into Brahman. So now he's scolding his mind. You're becoming detached. Yes, I know your so-called detachment. What is that? You actually want to merge into Brahman. But you are afraid to worship Hari. Mm. Bajite premer hari sharup lakshite lakite koro koroha bai. You have fear. For fear of perceiving your own eternal spiritual form. Sharup lakshite koroha. That would be a frightening thing <laughs> to find out who you really are, and so your mind, you, my dear mind, are thinking, let's just merge with Brahman. It'll be much more peaceful. Sharup korite dhyan pache jodapai atan e boye bhava brahmamoy. This fear is giving analysis, is due to your thinking that everything is made of Brahman. Uh, let's see. Korite dhyan, meditating. Pache jada paitan. Let's see how this is translated. You imagine that if you were to meditate on your eternal spiritual forms, sharup korite, if you would do this dhyana, uh, sometime later, pache, you may become influenced uh, by forms made of the material energy, jada pai atan, eboye bhava brahmamoy. Okay, so... He's explaining to the mind, you don't want to, you don't want to find out who is, what is your real identity, Swarupa, because you're thinking, he doesn't say quite here, but he's thinking 
that will be also material and therefore jadapai atana or atana, I don't know. Um, you're afraid you're going to be pulled back into material existence, but actually it's the other way around. Nirakar niranjan sharva bapi shanatan asharupa koricho nischoy. Therefore, you're convinced that the Absolute is without any form, spotlessly pure, nirakar, niranjan, uh, all-pervading, sarvabhyapi, or bapi, um, eternal, sanatana, and formless, asharup. Koricho nischoy. Nischoy is conviction. You have this conviction. You make, you make this conviction. Koricho. Korcho. Korcho, koricho. Okay, and then it gets a little complicated with the next verse. And now, swayed under the influence of this non-ecstatic philosophy... <laughs> Your actual blissful spiritual nature has not entered your heart. Abhava dharmer boshe, shabhava na chitta pase. So, boshe, um, absorbed, uh, being absorbed in your abhava dharma, your, your non existence, so to say, your non-existent dharma or your dharma of absence could be taken both ways. Shabhava, your own actual character, nachitapase. Uh, uh, your chitta, your, your, your heart, uh, your sabhava has not entered, pase has not entered there. Bhaver abhava tahe hoy. Therefore, your so-called impersonal Brahman realization has actually shortchanged you from your true ecstasy. Bhava, it's difficult um, because we don't have the diacritics because the whether it's bhava or bhava would make a big difference. I'd have to guess. Tyaja e tarkapasha parananda parakasha krishna chandra koraho ashray. Renouncing this Logical jugglery, tyaja e tarka pasha. Tarka is logic reasoning. Just take shelter of beautiful moonlike Krishna, um, who is the ecstatic manifestation, parananda parakasha. This is prakasha, and he makes it parakasha to 
add a syllable for singing. Parananda Prakasha. Um, Krishna Chandra Koroho Ashray. Uh, just take shelter of beautiful moonlike Krishna. Uh, verse number four, Satchitananda Moy, Krishna Sharupa Hoy, Sarvananda Madhurjo Niloy. In comparison to the impersonal Brahman, Lord Krishna's original personal form is composed of eternity, knowledge, and bliss. He is the reservoir and source of pleasure uh, and sweetness, madhurya, for all living entities. Sarva, ananda, madhurya, niloy. Uh, and it goes on, sarvatra, sampurna rupa, e, ek, aparupa, Sharba Bapi Brahme Taha Noi. These are some, uh, let's see, these are some of his special, wonderful characteristics. None of these wonderful qualities can be found in the impersonal Brahman. Now there's uh, a possible point of debate here because I believe that Advaita Vadins will identify Brahman as Sachit Ananda because um, I think it's in the Upanishads so they can't get away from that but let's leave that for now and then the conclusion verse 5 Atta Eva Brahmatar Anga Kanti Shubhistar Brihat Bolia Tare Kai. Therefore, I now declare Bolia that the Brahman effulgence is actually the transcendental effulgence of Lord Krishna's body. Anga Kanti Suvistar. Yes. The uh, Kanti, the, ilu- the uh, effulgence of the Anga, of the body or bodily limbs, mm, excuse me, of the Lord. It is his extremely vast and extensive aura. Um, yeah, Prihat, Ateva Brahma Tar Anga Kanti Suvistar. Suvistar is um, vast and extensive. Um, okay, he who is the Brahman, Brahma Parabrahma J, Se Krishna Sharupa Se, Sri Krishna. Sharupa se vino der jahate pranai. 
He who is the Brahman and above that Parabrahman is the original form of Lord Sri Krishna for whom Bhaktivinoda has love and affection. Pranay is love and affection. J and say, so that's relative correlative. Uh, that, that which is Brahman and Parabrahman, say that is Sri Krishna Sarupa. That's Krishna's form. Now an impersonalist will come, will jump at this, and they will say, "Aha! You see, the actual Sarupa of Lord Krishna is impersonal Brahman." <laughs> they will turn it. They'll turn it upside down. And this is always the problem. What to do? Okay, let's try this. And we have a new high-tech microphone arrangement here from Madai Jivan. Can be moved. And it's a new microphone, best quality microphone, only the best. He's checking on us. I just put it here. (laughs) (laughs) Mana Keno e Shanshaya Mana Keno e Shanshaya Jada Prati Grihna Kori Bajite Premier Hari Jada Prati Grina Kori Bajite Premier Hari Sharupa Lakite Koro Sharupa Lakite Koroba Sharupa Korite Dana Pache Jada Haya Tana Sharupa Korite Dana Pache Jada Haya Atana Eba Ye Baba Brahma Eba Ye Baba Brahma 
निरघार निरंजना निराघार निरंजना सर्वव्यापी सनातन अश अश्वरूप खरीचो निश्च अश्वरूप खरीचो निच आबाबर्मे बसे स्वभावना चित्त फसे आबाबर्मे बसे स्वभावना चित्त फसे भावे अभाव ठहे हो भावे अभाव ठहे त्याज ए ठाक पास पारानंद फार खस ठाक फस पारानंद फार खस कृष्णचंद्र खरो आश्र कृष्णचंद्र खरो आश्र सचित आनंद कृष्ण स्वरूप साचित आनंद कृष्ण स्वरूप सर्वनंद मधुर्ज नील सर्वानंद माधुर्जनी सर्वत्र संपूर्ण रूप एक अपरूप सर्वत्र संपूर्ण रूप ए एक 
Aparupa Sarvabhyapi Brahmeta No Sarvabhyapi Brahmeta No Ata eva brahmatar Anga kanti subhishtar Ata eva brahmatar Anga kanti subhishtar Brihat poliya tade ka Brihat poliya tade ka Brahma Para Brahma Je Shri Krishna Sarupa Se Brahma Para Brahma Je Shri Krishna Sarupa Se Vinodir Jahate Pranay Vinodir Jahate Pranay Hare Krishna Ate Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Ate Krishna. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Bol, Hare Bol, Hare Bol, Gora Hare Bol, Nitai Gol, Hare Bol, Hare Bol. Hari Bo, 
So again, Srila uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is going from the negative to the positive, uh, from what the mind may be inclined to do to what he wants the mind to do, uh, from be- being covered with doubts in this case and seeking, seeking freedom in impersonal Brahman, he wants to go from there to uh, to service to Krishna, who is not just Brahma, but Parabrahma, and who is uh, the actual form, the Swarupa of Brahman, and who is the source of truly unending joy instead of the fear uh, which is involved in Brahman. Um, Brahm, Brahman realization, which um, is uh, in always, one who is in Brahman realization is always in danger of falling down. Uh, it's interesting that Bhaktivinoda Thakur turns that idea around. Uh, Aruhya Kritsrena Parampadam Tatha Patantyadha in the Bhagavatam it says you go finally you get to Brahman and what happens? Patanti you fall down. Uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur turns that around and he says you want to go to Brahman because you're afraid of falling down. (laughs) You're thinking uh, that Realizing yourself, your swarupa, is going to be a fall down, you got it backwards. <laughs> you got it backwards. <laughs> yeah. So, Srila Bhaktivinoda Takura Ki Jai. And while we're on the subject of instructing the mind, Srila uh, Raghunath Dasko Swami has his instructions. Verse number five this time. Asachishta kashta pradavikata pasha libiriha prakamankamadi prakatapatapati vyatikarai gale badva hanye hamiti bakabit vart mapagane kuru tvang putkaran avati sayatatvam Manaita. Well, here on the revealed path of devotion, I have been attacked by the gang of my own lust, etc., Kamadi, who have bound my neck, Gale Badva with the troublesome, dreadful ropes of wicked deeds. Asat kashta. 
I am being killed. Hanye hum. Iti. Hanye hum. I am being killed. Cry out piteously like this. Futkaran. To the devotees of Sri Krishna, the bestower, sorry, the destroyer of Baka. O minds, they will save you from these enemies. Um, There's extensive commentary to these verses. Um, If you're not aware of it, the book uh, compiled by Sri Shimati Urmila Devi is available. Uh, it's uh, very nicely done, including commentaries of who all? Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Srila uh, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, I believe, is also here, and contemporary uh, commentators. Um, His Holiness Shivaram Swami. His Holiness Bhaktivinoda Goswami, His Holiness uh, Sachinandan Swami, and oh, that's quite some pages, and Shimati Urmila Devi. So, uh, so I wanted to point to oh, where is that? Oh, that's in this earlier part. Yeah, wanted to point to a couple of things from Bhaktivinoda Thakur, from his commentary. Uh, sorry, correction. Um, Baladev, okay, here's what it is. It's Bhaktivinoda Thakur's commentary, Bhachana Darpana, to these verses. And within that, he's quoting from Baladeva Dibhushana in his commentary to... Bhagavad Gita, um, because he's quoting from Bhagavad Gita, chapter 2, verses 62 and 63, famous verses. Jayato vishayan pungsa sanghaste shupajayate sangat sanjayate kama kama krodha vijayate krodat bhavati sangmoha sangmohat smriti brahma Smriti Brangshad Purinasho Purinasha Pranashati. It's uh, describing the slippery slope of attraction uh, and distraction of the senses from spiritual practice. And just a couple of points. Bala David Yabushan, I'll try to be brief here. Uh, toward the end of his explanation of these two verses, loss of intelligence, buddhinashat. Okay, so he says, smriti brangshat buddhair atma jnana arta artakasya adyavasayasya nashaha. Um, and it's translated here as Due to loss of uh, discriminatory power of the intelligence, the efforts 
of conquering over the senses starts flickering. And by such forgetfulness, mriti, brangsha, the enthusiasm, I like this, the enthusiasm of the intelligence to gain knowledge of the self is lost. So the, the buddhi has a, it's enthusiastic, it wants to know who am I. But that can be lost, um, it can be obscured, not really lost, it can be obscured, covered over uh, by this forgetfulness, this smriti brangsha, uh, which comes from sense gratification or attraction to the senses. Um, and then just at the very end of this, Baladevi says, Tatacha mano vijigishuna mat upasanam videyam. So he's taking the position of Krishna, speaking to Arjuna, uh, and he says, therefore, tata, cha, my worship, mat upasanam, is prescribed, videya. Uh, we know the word vidhi uh, can mean rules, and uh, so videya, to be done. Uh, therefore, my worship is prescribed for those who wish to fully conquer the mind. Mana vijiki, uh, vijigishuna. Vijigishuna. <laughs> Having the desire to conquer the mind. Having the desire. So if you want to conquer the mind, Krishna is saying, then worship, worship me. Mat upasanam videya. That's what's prescribed. Okay, and uh, also a couple of brief points from uh, Shivaram Swami. He raises the question, why is this verse uh, addressing the mind, telling the mind to call out to Bakabit? Bakabit means the enemy of Baka, uh, meaning... Uh, he who kills Baka Asura. So why is that? Why Baka is mentioned? Uh, he says, Baka Asura embodies deceit, deception. And uh, he'll explain later uh, what is the problem with deception. The problem is... Uh, we have a deep problem, <laughs> conditioned souls. We have a deep problem with with deception. Uh, the senses are deceptive. We, it, it's it's deep in our DNA. You may say the tendency to deceive. Um, but Lord Krishna is the killer of baka. Um, Okay, then a little later he says, this is the meaning of bhaka, duplicity, where a friend is really an enemy. So the senses seem like friends, 
when actually they are enemies. Also, family members can seem like friends and they can actually um, be against us. How will we be saved? What should we do? First, we have to be convinced that we are in a dangerous situation. Uh, If we're not convinced that we're in a dangerous situation, then it will continue to be a dangerous situation. And therefore, uh, it says here, if we recognize the danger, then automatically we will be, uh, we want to be saved. And then, putkaran, putkaran, literally means screaming. (laughs) To scream is to call out in utter and complete desperation, absolute desperation, putkaran. So the verse is saying we should call out to who? To the devotees of Bakabit and and, uh, Shivaram Swami says a nice thing here. He he points out, no, he's referring to Bhaktivinoda Thakur. He says, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says uh, that the devotees are like Krishna's police force. And just as a police force guards a certain place, devotees are the guardians of our path of devotion. So we're on this path of devotion, but there are gangsters waiting to grab us on this path and take us by the neck and pull us off the path uh, and rob us rob us of that of our valuables what are our valuables our treasure of devotion devotion to guru to krishna to the vaishnavas um, so the police force are out and we can call upon them in america they have uh, you you're in danger you call 911 i suppose you have such numbers emergency numbers in every country so call 911. <laughs> First recognize you're in trouble and then you can uh, be saved. That's the idea of the verse. So, Srila Raghunath Das Goswami Ki Jai. Okay, now I think what we want to do briefly, or maybe not so briefly, but let's see. Um, is have some show and tell, some showing and telling. Uh, Sitarani, are you there? She wanted to share about something. There you are. Yes. Hare Krishna, we don't hear you yet. Now it's now it's muted. Now maybe you can speak something. Let's see if we can hear. No, we're not hearing you. Hmm. Okay. 
what to do. Call, call out to the experts, wherever they are. <laughs> Dharma Gupta, do you have any suggestions how to fix? Oops, he just disappeared. There he is. Now I don't hear Dharma Gupta either. Oh, the problem is me. Okay, it's suddenly it's not working for Zoom. Okay, can you speak now? Hmm. We're not. Can can others hear um, Sitarani? You can all hear. Okay, so then it's something on my side. Check. Oh, output levels. Yes, no, 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 no. Do you want this or this? Whatever. No. Hare Krishna. Can. Oh, now we can hear you. Okay. Hare Krishna. Yes, now I can hear you. Jai. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna to all God brothers and sisters and all Vaishnava and Vaishnavis. Hare Krishna. Uh, so, can I go ahead? Please. Okay. Yes, um, by, my, by your inspiration, Guru Maharaj, uh, uh, we just joined a book fair in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the 30th edition in Hong Kong already, this book fair. Oh, 30th. Right. Wow. 30th. Yeah. So we, this con, we are already and uh, joined for over 10 years already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, so this, this year is quite special because last year was cancelled mm. because of COVID. So uh, that's why we can do this year. And overall, there is over 20, uh, 200 books all around the, all around this uh, fair. Mm-hmm. So, um, and at the same time, they also have the Hong Kong Sports and Leisure Expo. And also have the World of Snacks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so they can bring their kids to there and then to enjoy everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, I can I want to, to report a little bit because um this year is quite the result is quite good. Uh total we distributed a total five hundred books. Wow. Yeah. Uh including thirty-five Bhagavad Gita mm-hmm. and five copies of uh Srima Bhagavatam. That means five sets? No. Oh, <laughs> okay. Maybe, uh, canto one, canto two, something like that. Okay. Yeah. 
and uh, with among 500, we uh, 440 is Chinese, uh, Chinese, and other, the balance are English books, mm -hmm. including all uh, small and big books. So how does how does that compare to two years ago? Oh, mm, I think uh, this year is one uh, one third more. Okay. Okay, that's good. Everyone are very boring at home. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I, 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 try, I want to share some uh, 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 two videos if I can. I'm trying to share the videos. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Mother, when you sharing a video, you have to, at, at the moment when you're selecting your sharing window, at the bottom of that window, you have a small checkbox share with audio as well. So you just don't forget to click that small checkbox at the bottom of the selection window. Uh, where is it? Sorry. So when you uh, click share screen, yes, you will have a window to select the screen you want to share. Yes. So in that window, at the bottom of that window, there is a small checkbox at the bottom of that window, which says share with audio. Uh, sorry, there's only two shares sound or optimized for video clip. Share, yes, share sound, share sound, that's the one, share sound. Okay. Sorry, it was my mistake, just share sound is the keyword. Share. Yeah, then, you, then you just select the, the, the window you want to share, the, that particular video you want to play. Uh, Sounds good. That it seems to be fine. You just need to share the screen, and it it should be okay. Select that video, and you're good to go. I think I can't do it. <laughs> so what to do? Uh... What happens when you when you click on that video to share? What happens? Uh, you get any message or something? No, I mean I click it share and it allows Zoom to share your screen. And yes. just show an open system uh, preferences. I, uh, what to do? Sorry, sorry. Uh, is it anything uh, shared today? So can I do a little bit later? <laughs> Oh, that's okay. No worries. If it's not working just now, maybe, maybe later uh, or next time. So sorry about that. Um, yeah. Maybe I try once more. First, put the, the video on pause. Start the video and put it on pause, 
and then share the screen and then uh, press the, the play to, to start the video. The design of the booth, right? Uh -huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, that's okay. We will maybe get the idea another time. So, thank you. That's nice to hear that things are so to say, back to normal, at least in that respect. <clears throat> okay. Um, let's see, just want to check. Uh, yeah. Okay. Did anyone else have something to show and tell or something to share this time? Otherwise, we can proceed with other things. Everyone's a little bit shy today, I guess. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, so... In that case, um, what I want to do now is share something about His Holiness Bhakti Charuswami. As we know, um, with great pain and loss and uh, shock, it was one year ago uh, that... His Holiness Bhakti Charuswami was taken from us <clears throat> uh, due to, they say, complications of uh, the COVID virus. And, and so uh, our society has uh, lost a a major pillar of of ISKCON, of our society, one who was, um, we can say in a very special way, very dear to Srila Prabhupada. Um, one has the sense, looking at, at him, looking at his life, uh, that Prabhupada saw in Bhakti Charuswami uh, a, uh, a a son, uh, someone, of course, culturally coming from a, a very similar background, uh, but uh, someone who uh, was immediately upon taking up, uh, taking shelter of Srila Prabhupada, became completely dedicated to his service, 
And this all happened quite late in uh, Srila Prabhupada's time with us. It was in 1976 uh, that Bhakti Swami joined uh, the society. And, and it was very soon after that uh, that he became uh, directly engaged. Uh, he became de designated by Srila Prabhupada as his secretary for Indian affairs. <laughs> There's a very nice film, by the way. It's just been uh, premiered yesterday, and uh, I would think now it continues to be available on YouTube. Um, a very nice documentary done by Krishna Leela Devi from Hungary. She's a professional filmmaker. Uh, and uh, the film, uh, what is it called? Taking Shelter, I believe, is the main title with a subtitle. We saw it yesterday. I recommend. Uh, it's, it's very inspiring and touching. Um, what I wanted to do now is share a little from an interview that Bhakti Charuswami gave about his memories of uh, interaction with Srila Prabhupada, specifically in Vrindavan. This comes from a book called Memories of Vrindavan, Srila Prabhupada's Shri Shri Krishna Balaram Temple. It was a compilation done done by devotees of Vrindavan some years ago. <clears throat> so I'm going to sort of jump into uh, the middle of this where Bhakti Charuswami is uh, doing personal service for Srila Prabhupada in 1977. This is uh, late. This is um, this must be in already in October or November. So quite sh shortly before Srila Prabhupada's departure. And um, so Bhakti Charuswami says, one day. Srila Prabhupada asked me if I knew where Gopinath Bazaar was. Now, Bhakti Charuswami had just come to Vrindavan for the first time a few weeks before this with Srila Prabhupada from Rishikesh. It was his first time in Vrindavan, so he didn't know where is Gopinath Bazaar. Um, the entire time since he came to Vrindavan, he... He stayed in Balaram Mandir within the compound. He said, I never went one step out. <clears throat> so he told Prabhupada, no, I'm sorry, I don't know where it is, but please uh, tell me and I'll find out. I'll go and I will find out. And he explains that he was enthusiastic. He, he's going to go on an errand for Prabhupada. But Prabhupada says, no, then get some local devotee to go there. 
And then he says, but in those days, my mood was whatever little service I could get for Srila Prabhupada. I didn't want to miss that opportunity. So I told Prabhupada that, please tell me, I will find it. <laughs> I will find Gop uh, Gopinath Bazaar. And then he says, this is interesting, he says, my mood was, it's not enough just to be with Srila Prabhupada. I also want to serve him. Being with Prabhupada usefully, that was what really mattered. That's why I was eager to grab any service that I could render for his divine grace at that time. And he goes on, that is what devotional service is, trying to do as much as we can, whatever we can. The service attitude, what really matters is we want to serve him wherever there's any opportunity, but that should be pleasing to Srila Prabhupada. Um, and he goes on about this point, uh, we shouldn't try to serve him in a way we are not able to serve properly, then that would become a disturbance. Like if I didn't know how to cook, but I still, but still I wanted to cook for Srila Prabhupada, then that is not the right attitude because then it is better to give, give it, that service, to somebody who knows how to cook properly. Of course, Bhakti Charaswami was a very expert cook, I've had personal experience of that. Uh, so we have to also see, he says, whether we're capable of rendering the service properly, and if we are not, it is better to let someone else do it. Okay, so he wants to go to Gopinath Bazaar on this errand, but he doesn't know where is Gopinath Bazaar. And Prabhupada is saying, anyway, let's find someone who knows where it is. Don't have to... Uh, trouble yourself. Bhakti Charuswami said, no, I will find out. It's not that difficult just to ask people. <clears throat> uh, so then Prabhupada saw, okay, he's eager, he wants to do it. So then he explained, Prabhupada told me that in Gopinath Bazaar, there's one Ayurvedic doctor named Banamali Kabiraj. And he wanted me to uh, go to him and tell him that Prabhupada is, is here. Um, he knew him from before. He had treated Prabhupada before. And now Prabhupada wanted him to care for him again. So uh, Bhakti Charuswami rushed off and he quickly found Gopinath Bazaar and he quickly found Vanamali Kaviraj he went to him and he saw that this Kaviraj, this Ayurvedic doctor, is even older than Srila Prabhupada. He's very old and very frail, and he doesn't go anywhere. He wants to ask him, please, can you come to Krishna Balaram Mandir, um, you know, to see Prabhupada? And the Kaviraj says, well, no, not really. He can come to me. And... Bhakti Charuswami says, well, no, he can't do that. <laughs> He's not in that condition. 
So after some time, the Kaviraj actually agrees to come to see Srila Prabhupada, uh, even though it was so much trouble for him. And, you know, if you've ever been to Vrindavan and you've ridden on a rickshaw in Vrindavan, you know how grueling that can be. There's so many bumps in the road and so on. Confirmed by our local cat. Uh, so, anyway, he brings him, and uh, finally he says, uh, he told me, <clears throat> yeah, he told me that he has a problem. The medicines he would give, those medicines he will have to make himself. So I, that is um, Bhakti Charaswam, he said, I told him, why don't you stay in our guest house? We will make arrangements for you. He said, no, he couldn't stay in the guest house. He'll have to go home. Hmm. So then I suggested, why don't you show me how to make the medicines? And then I can administer them. He liked that idea. So in other words, Bhakti Charuswami, he wants to get the service done somehow or other. And so, you know, Krishna is giving him intelligence. Well then, tell me how to make the medicine. I'll do it. I'll administer it. And the doctor said, oh, okay. So he took me to the field outside and showed me two plants. One called Purnarnava and the other Patarkuchi. Patarkuchi. And he showed me how to make the extract from these two plants. Just crush them and give, uh, get the juice and certain proportion, you mix them, take two particular salts, uh, one was white, one was dark yellow, dark brown. So he was making this medicine, and he was giving it to Srila Prabhupada, and it was starting to work. It was, it was doing something to help Srila Prabhupada. But now comes a new problem. <laughs> a new problem. The new problem is Prabhupada is starting to feel some energy and he starts to get restless and he wants to travel. And the Kaviraj says, no way, he can't travel. He can travel later, but first he has to, you know, get the, the proper energy from this medicine uh, and and then he can travel. Uh, but uh, the devotees were saying to the Kaviraj, you know, he he wants to go. We can't just stop him. He wants to go to America via London. Uh, okay, which tells me that this means it was earlier. It was September because uh, that's when Prabhupada came to London. 
And then, I'm surprised I didn't know this, it says, uh, Prabhupada had the idea to also go from there to Hawaii. So, um, so in this way, Bhakti Charuswami was uh, very closely uh, serving Srila Prabhupada. And now, continuing on this theme from Giriraj Swami's book, I showed you this last time, about Bombay. Um, near the end of the book, he's describing the situation with Srila Prabhupada in Vrindavan. Um, Prabhupada was back from London because it became clear while Srila Prabhupada was in London that he could not travel further. Uh, so he decided, the devotees decided, back to Vrindavan. So now he's back in Vrindavan. He's extremely frail. His body, when we saw him in London, was, as we say in English, just skin and bones. Now he's back in Vrindavan. And Prabhupada gets this very nice, but also completely unrealistic idea that he wants to go on Parikrama. He wants to go to Govardhan Hill and he wants to make a bullet cart Parikrama around Govardhan Hill. Now at this point, something very interesting happens. The devotees become split in their understanding of what to do. One group of devotees said, it's very simple. Srila Prabhupada has expressed his desire. He wants to go on Parikram. He wants to go on a bullock cart. We are his disciples. It is our duty to simply follow his order. Simple. Other group of devotees said, you can't do that. Prabhupada will leave his body uh, in such condition. And, and so a big debate was going on. <laughs> and Lokanath Swami was making arrangements to get a bullock cart. And he had made all the arrangements. And Prabhupada was saying, yes, let's go on Parikrama. And... Bhakti Charu Swami and Tamal Krishna Goswami were, they were in the group that were saying, somehow or other we have to stop him from doing this because it will be his end. <clears throat> now we come to a critical moment. Um, so, Prabhupada had one very good friend uh, in Vrindavan. His name, he was known as Bhagatji. Uh, he was uh, like a Babaji, apparently. He was called Babaji Maharaj. So one day he came uh, and... Uh, 
and Prabhupada was lying down and he had greeted his friend. He just said, Dandavat. Uh, and then he spoke to him in Bengali about his plan to go on a bullock cart to Govardhan Hill uh, for Govardhan Puja. Govardhan Puja was coming up, I think it was the next day. And he invited him, he said, come with us. And Babaji Maharaj said, yes, I'll come with you. On your instruction, I will come. So by this time, everything was all settled, that they're going to go on this parikrama. Uh, they had made all the plans, they'd made all the arrangements, and Bhakti Charaswami, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't, he, he was a very young devotee. Uh, he had, not long before this, Prabhupada had given him, uh, some weeks before this, had given him sannyas, but he was still very junior. Um, but it says, Bhakti Charaswami said that they would leave at five the next morning. And Prabhupada added that they would be staying overnight. Uh, and then Prabhupada said, somebody may go and bring his, that is Bhagatji's, um, mala japa. Bring his beads, because uh, apparently he hadn't brought his beads with him when he visited Prabhupada. Where are they? Hansaduta asked. At Imlital, Babaji Maharaj replied, I can go, I can go and come back. You can go in the car, Prabhupada suggested. We'll take you, Tamal Krishna uh, told Babaji Maharaj, and you can get your mala. Uh, you'll stay overnight here. He'll get his bedding, Tamal Krishna told Prabhupada. <laughs> and then Prabhupada said, his, bed, his bedding and beading. He's making a kind of joke, uh, beads, his beading, his bedding and beading. Um, and everyone laughed. Now, mind you, Prabhupada is literally days before leaving his body, and he's making jokes. Um, he invited Babaji Maharaj to take prasad, then affectionately recited, Sadhus, Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Siddhi Hoi. Um, by even a moment's association with a pure devotee, one can attain all success. Now uh, now comes a critical point where Bhakti Charuswami did some fast thinking. Uh, Tamal Krishna and Bhavananda went upstairs to talk, and Hansaduta led the singing of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur's Sri Nama Kirtan. Prabhupada asked that prasad be served. Uh, but Bhakti Charu said that he had already arranged Babaji Maharaj's setting, setting for prasad, in the other room. So Prabhupada let Maharaj go. Now this was uh, Bhakti Charu Swami's scheme. He's he's a little bit scheming here, <laughs> as you'll see. Bhakti Charu had wanted to speak with Babaji Maharaj alone. He told Maharaj all about the arrangements for the parikrama. 
the difficulty and risk involved, what the Kaviraj had advised, and shared his fear that Prabhupada would not survive the journey. So then Babaji Maharaj, uh, Bhagatji, says, no, then he shouldn't go. So in this way, Bhakti Charuswami convinced Babaji Maharaj uh, he shouldn't go. And then he finishes prasad, and after prasad, he and Bhakti Charuswami go back in the other room where Srila Prabhupada is, just moments before Tamal Krishna and Bhavananda, and Babaji Maharaj told Prabhupada that he had heard everything about the Parikrama and did not think Prabhupada should go. So, do you all jointly request me not to go? Prabhupada asked. Gee, Prabhupada Maharaj confirmed. <laughs> Gee is, um, it's the honorific, uh, like we say in ISKCON, it's commonly we hear Mata G. G is actually an honorific. Um, but you also address a senior person in general. G. Uh, yes, sir. G. So he says G, which is also a way of saying yes. <clears throat> and then Tamal Krishnamara says, I was getting so upset sitting in the room upstairs. Two of the devotees told me this road is so bad that you're going to be jolted back and forth. The road is terrible. I mean, I just can't understand, Prabhupada, why it has to be tomorrow that we have to go. If anybody wants you to travel, I do. My whole desire is to take you all over the world. I want to take you on parikrama. But why do you have to go when you're in this condition? I can't understand it. It's just, I was standing outside. This Kaviraj has worked so hard. He's so much disappointed. He can't understand why. He says that today you've taken half a kilo of milk, meaning he's making a lot of progress. Um, and some details about that. Then he says, uh, he says that tomorrow he wants to give you a medicine that will begin to build the milk into muscles. So anyway, it goes on like this, and, and the conclusion is, okay, he's not going to travel. He's not going to go on this parikrama. Um, and what I wanted to say is, this is because Bhakti Charu Swami in his fast thinking, um, changed the mind of this vi most dear friend of Srila Prabhupada. And then by his persuasion, Prabhupada was persuaded not to go. So in this way, we see the dedication of his dear disciple, Hare Krishna. Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaja Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Okay, um, well, and now for our next event. 
We're still working on Chaitanya Charitamrita chapter 7. And uh, I want to reassure you, we've been going pretty slowly, I admit. Last week, I think you were, I hope you were happy that we um, interrupted uh, to hear from uh, our godbrother Bhima Prabhu to hear his story. So now I want to resume a little bit of how Mahaprabhu is speaking to uh, the uh, the Advaita Vadins, the sannyasis in Varanasi, or as it's called today, Banaras. Uh, and let's see, where shall we proceed from? We remember perhaps that... <clears throat> Chaitanya Mahaprabhu shifts direction and starts to speak about uh, the uh, syllable Om as uh, the essence of the Veda because he's challenging the idea that uh, the sort of phrase, the mantra Tat Tvam Asi is the essential teaching of the Upanishads. Tat Tvam Asi uh, if we take it in a literal way, that, tat, tvam, you, asi, are. And so it's usually taken that tat uh, refers to Brahman. Tvam is you. You are Brahman. You are that. Um, or it can be taken, you are like that. But in any case, that's not in the discussion here. Rather, Mahaprabhu is saying that what we want to understand is uh, this, this syllable Om, and if we understand the importance of Om, then we can understand the importance of the divine names of the Lord. We can understand that this Om is none other than Bhagavan. So he's bringing in Bhagavan into the discussion. Okay, uh, I think I'll start with... Yeah, I, I may be jumping over here, but um, we can go to verse 133, and it says, E matta pratisutre sahajarta chadya to prove their philosophy, the members of the Mayavada school have given up the real, easily understood meaning of the Vedic literature and introduced indirect meanings based on their imaginative powers. Uh, the key word here, two words. One is sahajarta, the word sahaja um, means simple or natural. And from this we get the word sahajiya, uh, which re refers to a what Bhaktivinoda Thakur calls an apasampradaya, that is a deviant tradition from the orthodox tradition of uh, Gaudiya or Chaitanya Vaishnavism. So that's a different topic. That's something else. 
But the word sahaja simply means simple, uh, or it can mean natural, and artha means meaning. So emata pratisutre sahajartha chadiya chadiya giving up the sahaja artha the simple meaning the straightforward meaning the obvious meaning gona artha vyakya they take the indirect meaning uh, of uh, the statements of Vedanta Sutra. This is the accusation that he's making. Now he's he's not going to de- he's not going into detail about this. Krishnadas Kaviraj is giving us a very very brief sketch, uh, and he's not intending uh, to make what might be called a, uh, an ironclad argument. Uh, against Mayavada. That's, we don't find that here. Uh, we're just getting the sketch and we're getting the understanding that uh, the details are not so important because what's important is that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu convinced them. <laughs> and that's what's going to be explained um, in the next couple of verses. E matte prati sutre koren dushan shuni chamatkar hoila shanya siragona. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thus showed for each and every sutra the defects in Shankaracharya's explanations, all of the assembled Mayavadi sannyasis were struck with wonder. <laughs> Shuni, Shuniya, Chamatkar, they were amazed at what they heard. And it's interesting, again, summary. So here he just says, he went through all the verses, all the sutras. Now there's over 500 sutras, something like 550 sutras, depending how they're divided in the Brahma Sutra or Vedanta Sutras. Mm Hmm suggesting that he really took some time to do this. Um, next, verse 135, Shakala shipada tumi je kandile arta e nahi nahe bivada. All the Mayavari sannyasi said, your holiness, kindly know from us that we actually have no quarrel with your refutation of these meanings, for you have given a clear understanding of the sutras. Now, it would be nice if, in a sense, it would be nice if it would end there, but it doesn't. Um, because what do they say then? Acharja kalpita arta iha shabejani shampradaye anurodhe tabutahamani. We know that all this word jugglery springs from the imagination of Shankaracharya. And yet, and yet, because we belong to his sect, we accept it although it does not satisfy us. <laughs> 
Hare Krishna. We accept it even though we don't agree with it. <laughs> okay, is that, uh, is that very logical? Well, is this what really happened? We may also wonder. <laughs> but in any case, Krishnadas Kaviraj wants us uh, to uh, have this picture of how things happened. They go on to say, Mukyarta bakya koro dekitomar bala Mukyarte lagala prabhu sutra shakala Now let us see, the Mayavadis continued, how well you can describe the sutras in terms of their direct meaning. Hearing this, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began his direct explanation of the Vedanta Sutra. Now, again, um, what we're not going to get is a detailed explanation from or from Mahaprabhu. What we are going to get is uh, one, two, three, four verses. Let's see. Basically, five verses, and then he's or four, and then he's speaking about uh, devotional service, straight devotional service. Um, in the next few verses, uh, it, just jumping ahead um, to verse one forty-seven, when all the Mayavadi sannyasis thus heard the explanation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on the basis of Sambandha, Avideya, and Prayojana, they spoke very humbly. Dear sir, you are Vedic knowledge personified and are directly Narayana himself. Kindly excuse us for the offenses we previously committed, committed by uh, criticizing you. Say hoite shanashir piri gelaman Krishna, Krishna, Nama, Shada, Koraye, Grahan. From that moment, when the Mayavadi sannyasis heard the explanation of Vedanta Sutra from the Lord, their minds changed. And at the instruction of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they too chanted Krishna, Krishna, always. And then it says that Mahaprabhu excused uh, all the sannyasis for their offenses uh, and they all welcomed him into their midst and then they uh, took prasad together. They took a meal together. So that's um, the, the eating together is very emblematic of saying that he had been successful in changing their minds, their hearts. Otherwise, he would not have uh, accepted their invitation. So that, I jumped ahead some. I wanted to back up uh, to his explanation. Um, maybe we just take one verse and then there's a couple of questions here. Okay, um, 
Mahaprabhu begins his, we can say, positive explanation of Vedanta with verse 138. Brihatvastu Brahmakahi Sri Bhagavan Shat Vidhaishvarja Purna Paratatvadam. Brahman, who is greater than the greatest, is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sri Bhagavan. He is full in six opulences, Shat Vidha Aishvarya Purna, and therefore he is the reservoir of ultimate truth and absolute knowledge, Para Tattva Dhamma. Now, I mentioned already clearly this is going to be extremely, extremely uh, summarizing. And I mentioned last time, I think, to get the full elaboration, uh, one has to go to uh, the works of Srila Jiva Goswami, specifically. And in particular, I would say, one has to go to the uh, Bhagavat Sandarbha. There's Tattva Sandarbha, then there's Bhagavat Sandarbha, then there's Paramatma Sandarbha, and then uh, Bhakti Sandarbha, um, or Krishna Sandarbha, and then Bhakti Sandarbha, and then Priti Sandarbha. So Bhagavat Sandarbha goes into great detail how it is that we can argue that uh, Brahman means Bhagavan. But the argument depends very heavily on uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam. And this is something which is a bit of an issue if you want to talk with sort of the hardcore Advaitavadi or Mayavadis, they may not necessarily appreciate the, the Bhagavatam. Why is that? Well, because the, the, the tradition says that there are three sources of knowledge of Shastra. There's the Upanishads, and the Upanishads means uh, about 10 or 11 or 12 specific Upanishads. Um, there is Bhagavad Gita, and there is Vedanta Sutra, these three. So if you can argue based on these three and convince uh, of Vaishnava Vedanta, as Baladevidya Bhushana uh, argues from his Vedanta Sutra commentary, uh, then great. Um, but Jiva Goswami is, he says, you know, don't even try. It's um, what what we understand is our authority is Srimad Bhagavatam. And why? Because we understand that it's coming from none other than Srila Vyasadeva, the same author as Vedanta Sutra. And the, the Bhagavatam is uh, an explanation. It's an elaboration. It's a commentary on uh, Vedanta Sutra. Um, yeah, so maybe I stop 
there. And I uh, just want to look at what we have in our chat box. Maybe I move it down here. Yes. Ipek. Hare Krishna Ipek. She is asking about this episode in the Mahabharata. Um, first point I want to make is it's not Dhritarashtra, but Yudhishthira, who uh, goes <clears throat> with the dog. Um, <clears throat> Dhritarashtra is uh, the blind king who is the uh, father of Duryodhana and his 99 brothers who are the Kauravas who are opposed uh, to the Pandavas. Yudhishthir is the senior most of the five Pandavas. And it's Yudhishthir who is with the dog who refuses to go to heaven unless he can take his dog. And Yudhishthir, we may remember, and it's relevant here, is um, the father of Yudhishthir is Dharma, is, is Yama, Yamaraj, or Dharma. And so mm, when it turns out that the dog is Dharma, <laughs> then uh, there's a kind of meeting of of like, like-minded spirits here. But the question is, let's see. Reflecting that, I'm going to replace Dhritarashtra with Yudhishthira, uh, had understood the true and more subtle meaning of Dharma. Would Yudhishthira leave the dog if Krishna himself came and offered him whatever he wanted? If not... Would Yudhishthira be wise or foolish to do so? <laughs> it's an interesting question. Um, rather hypothetical, I would say. And I always have a bit of trouble with hypothetical questions. <laughs> um, what would Yudhishthira do? I think the idea is you're wa wanting to set up uh, a more... Mm, sort of intense dilemma of choice. And it's hard for me to imagine that di dilemma considering who Krishna is and who the dog is. The dog is Dharma, and Dharma is uh, Yamaraj, and Yamaraj recognizes himself to be a servant of Krishna. And so the question would, I think, would have to be, why would Krishna force Yudhishthir to make such a choice? Uh, it would be more, in this case, the inclination of Krishna to respect Yudhishthira as his, also his devotee, because this is one of the special features of um, advanced bhakti, 
on that level of bhakti, the Lord wants to um, wants to respond to the will of his devotee. And it's a kind of circle. The devotee simply wants what the Lord wants, and the Lord wants what the devotee wants. But in the end of the calculation, we can say, on that level of devotion, the Lord wants what the devotee wants. So in this case, Yudhishthira is insisting, I'm not going to uh, go to mm, heaven without the dog. Why? Because this dog is faithful. Um, to leave him behind would, would be it would just be wrong. It wouldn't be dharma. It would be uh, ungrateful of me. He has taken shelter of me. And we can say Yudhishthira is understanding his um, identity, even at this stage, as, um, as a kshatriya to give shelter to those who um, come for shelter. So as I see it, uh, Krishna would respect that. He wouldn't say, no, don't take the dog uh, because they really don't like dogs in heaven. Um, there's no room for dogs in heaven. <laughs> uh, I, th I think Krishna would not say that. And yeah, dogs and... And the Lord, Krishna has a pet dog in Vrindavan. Uh, Lord Chaitanya liberated the dog of Shivananda Sena in Puri. Um, so he has a special relationship to dogs. That's what comes to my mind in any case. Is that all right, Epek? Are you there? Uh, you are muted. Where did she go? This Zoom is a funny thing because it Everyone jumps around in different locations. Ah, there you are. Okay. Um, is that uh, answer, does that address your question, or did I miss the actual point? Uh, no, thank you so much. Uh, does address my question? Uh, can you hear me? Yes, yes, now I can hear. We, we, were, okay. we were a bit uh, improper. <laughs> yeah, so many names. Um, yeah, Dhritarashtra had already departed the world by this time. He's uh, he was persuaded by Vidura to to leave home, and he eventually goes to the Himal. He goes to the Himalayas, and he and Gandhari give up their lives 
it's said in a fire. Um, and then it's the five Pandavas, one after another. And I believe uh, Yudhishthira is the last of the five. Uh, first Draupadi, one after another, they drop in the Himalayas. They leave their bodies, they drop, and just they're left. Uh, and then one after another, and then... Uh, so one after another, they go... They drop their bodies, but they go up. Um, actually, they don't go. They go uh, down first, and that's a whole other story. First, they go to hellish condition, and Yudhishthira is shocked when he finds out, what is this? Uh, these cousins who were such rascals, they went to heaven, and, and his brothers, they go to hell. What's going on here? Um, but that's that's another story. Before he agrees, uh, he's invited. Okay, you can go to heaven. Oh, but not without my dog. No, no, we don't have dogs in heaven. <laughs> okay, then I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, so it happened like that. Okay, and then, oh, we just have a short time now. Um, Abhidhuta Rai is always ready with a comment or a question. Intelligence is covered by lust. For lusty persons, the Mayavadi has also impure intelligence. Avishuddha Buddhaya. What does it, uh, what what does it cover it? What covers it? Uh, I think if it is envy, he could not at all end up in Brahman for some time. Yeah, what is it that covers uh, the intelligence of the Mayavadi? It's just saying avishuddha, not pure. It's not using the term um, avrita, avrita jnana metena jnana nitya vairana. Um, avrita would mean covered. Here it's just not pure. Uh, okay, the question could be what's the impurity? The impurity would be mm, some desire other than the Lord a desire for, well, it can be anything. It could be the desire for non-existence, <laughs> to, be, to become non-existent, which is an odd sort of desire, but that's a kind of desire. And yes, we might say that it's envy because it's, it's all about turning away from the Lord um, Bayang dvitiya abhiniveshatasyat isham apetasya viparyayo asmiti. That one is turning away from the Lord. Isham apaita apeta. 
one is turning, one is going away from the Lord. And that going away is also what the Mayavad, Mayavadi is doing. So that, that suggests envy. Um, okay, well, we've kind of come to the uh-oh. Not uh-oh, but um, we have from Pandava and Bhagavati. Oh, they're quoting a nice passage from Chapter 6, famous passage, Perfection of Trance, verses 20 through 23. Yes, this passage always inspired me. Um, in fact, I still remember way, 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 way back in my early days of book distribution on the streets in Germany and... Uh, yeah, Holland. I remember one time I, I opened Bhagavad Gita and I read this passage and I just felt like, this is so great. Everyone should have this information <laughs> that there is a stage of perfection. It is called trance or samadhi in which One's mind is completely restrained from material mental activities by practice of yoga. <laughs> so it fired me up. I wanted to distribute these books. Uh, yes, there are jnanis who use the Bhagavatam to argue Brahman is the ultimate goal. That's true. Um, because there are a few... There are verses in the Bhagavatam which you could say are amb ambiguous. There are verses in the Gita which are ambiguous. Uh, so if you want to see um, impersonal Brahman as supreme, you can. And therefore Krishna says, yetamang prapadyante um, I uh, reciprocate with everyone according to their desire. So that's even possible with the Bhagavatam. Uh, there is a note from Sita Sundari about Namalila. Namalila. We want to congratulate, in any case, Namalila. I don't know if I see the note, but... Namalila has re recently, very recently, been initiated by His Holiness, Bir Krishna Goswami. So, I would say that's something to celebrate. And uh, I think we could all celebrate. Are you, are you still here, Namalila and Sita? Sundari? Can't tell. Yes, Namalila is here. So let's everybody, as we end for today, and I'll say thank you all so much for join, joining us. And I do wish you a wonderful coming week and a safe week and a happy week, chanting the holy name, hearing, chanting, and 
and remembering the Lord. Iti sang smritya sang smritya. Now let's all give a big Hari Bol for Nama Lila Devi Dasi Hare Krishna. Hari Bol. <laughs> <laughs>